Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Life. And uh, it's really kind of a first for this podcast, and that is to talk to a cookbook author. I, you know, I was kind of like, how come we haven't had cookbook author on before? But I guess I don't know that many people to cook. But I've gotten to meet uh, the wonderful Linda Gale Potter. And her story is so neat about how this Recipes from the Kitchen of Linda Gale Potter came about. And it kind of came out of some health challenges yes. you were experiencing. Mm. Yes. Tell me, a, tell me about that. Well, uh, the, first, the cookbook first came about as a gift for my family several Christmases ago. Uh, I just put different recipes of my different family members um, that they liked because we always got together. You know, that's what we did. We, everybody brought their <laughs> favorite dish. But um, in 2021, I had COVID-19 and uh, pneumonia. And yeah, um, you were really was, sick. I was really sick, sick, and I really didn't know it. One day, my husband says, we're going to go to the hospital. And as soon as I got there, they put me in intensive care. And then that's the last I remember. Um, he told me that they put me in a coma. I was in a coma for four days, and they put me um, a tube in my lungs, and I was mm -hmm. on oxygen. And I was um, in the hospital for 13 or 14 days. Wow, two and weeks. Yes. And it's kind of out of your life you don't remember. Yes, I did not remember the coma part, but I do remember all of a sudden waking up and there I was in the hospital. Oh my! But uh, while I was there, I was not allowed any visitors at all. Not of course even, not. Not even my husband was allowed to see me. But uh, when I got home, um, he said, uh, "Guess what?" I said, "What?" <laughs> he said, "Your cookbook's going to be published." He and said, I said, "What?" I said, <laughs> "It was just a gift, a Christmas gift to I my said, family." My cookbook. He said, "Yes." While you were in the hospital, I contacted. Christian Faith Publishing Company. I had heard a, heard an advertisement on SiriusXM, uh -huh. and so I gave them a call, and they told him that, well, we don't normally, normally we don't publish cookbooks. And he said, well, I think you'll like this one. <laughs> so anyway, he mailed it to them and everything, and by the time I got to the hospital, they said, yes, we will publish it. And so that's how it came to be. I never intended it to be published, but it was my husband that took the extra step. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, a labor of love right? from, from both of you. Um, what I, I love is that this is kind of considered a Tex-Mex and Southern-inspired yes. cookbook. Yes. So your, your recipes kind of, I guess some of them harken back maybe to your growing up and the time you spent in uh, Louisiana, yes. which is certainly known for its cuisine. Right. <laughs> so any, any Cajun inspired thing? Um, I guess there are some uh, Cajun stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help but be, right? right. <laughs> it's in your blood. Uh, but it's mostly just family recipes. Like I said, um, I just picked out, we always got together on Christmas and stuff. So I just tried to put each 
when I made the cookbook, since it was a gift, I tried to put not only some of my favorite recipes, but some of my brother's family recipes, their wife's family recipes, some of my niece's family recipes. It wanted to be a Christmas gift, so I wanted something from Everybody everyone. Oh, yeah, that's the one I make all the time. Yeah, from everyone right. that we get together. So that's how it came to be. So it's it's kind of a collage of yeah. recipes from the family. <laughs> well, of course, this is happening, you know, this is available to you in November where it's looking toward Thanksgiving, which right. is certainly a big feasting time. And, of course, the holidays, the Christmas holidays. Um, I've just turned it to soups, comforting soups to warm the soul. The Lord is my blessing, surely blessing. I will bless you and multiply. I will multiply you. So you have uh, that scripture from Hebrews and uh, from Third John. Uh, Beloved, I pray you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And Amen. so your, your faith... And really was a kind of a driving force because right. you you feel like you know you you reached death's door <laughs> when you were yes. so gravely ill yes i did not know it at the time but right i guess it was but i came out of it so yeah great. well praise but, god know, for one that. thing when i was there i was um just on the bed all the time i really couldn't get up to walk no and with covid you have this weakness that yeah you have to really build back and so some of those scriptures that I had put to memory, I would just hear myself saying them out loud. I would just talk to myself, you know. It and, was, uh, you know, yeah, deep, deep inside, inside you. It was inside me. you. That's and that's so. what's so important. And for, you know, cooks who love using cookbooks, you know, to have that scriptural reminder is really is really sweet. It's really mm -hmm. precious. And, and for grandmas and moms who cook with their little ones, right. what a wonderful way to kind of reinforce right those teachings and those scriptural truths really right. food for the soul and food for the body <laughs> <laughs> no kidding no kidding well what i what i love about this is that i mean you've kind of got a little bit of everything like so you've got lots of great sweets and um in fact i'm looking at some that you brought so tell <laughs> me tell me about uh, this uh, carrot cake it's got a pineapple Cream cheese icing. Icing. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! It's one of our favorites. I think you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I happen to have a little slice cut right here. So, so why not try? Oh, and it's three layer. You know that's a lot of work, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, you have to split the layer, or do you do three separate layers? I do three separate layers, and mm -hmm. then I put them together with the icing one on top of the other. It's got some nice spice in it. This is exactly what you think of. Mm -hmm. This time of year. Right. And the cookies. Tell me about the um, macadamia white chocolate cookies. White chocolate macadamia nut cookies. They're very simple to make. It's just what you just, instead of the chocolate chips, you have white chocolate chips. Mm -hmm. And the macadam macadamia nuts, you just slice them up like you would pecans. Yeah, and just chop and them a little bit. And then it's just the eggs and the flour and the sugar, just like normal cookies you would make. Well, and... When, you add it in a cute little Christmas can, and you've got your, your cover of your cookbook. And your little label, which is darling. But, you know, a lot of people do like to give baked goods at Christmas. Right, right. Rather than, I don't know, stuff. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> because, you know, there's always somebody dropping by, and it's wonderful to have some special cookies that someone has gifted. Yes. In fact, that's what, on the little street that we live, on the, it's a little short street, but at Christmas time, that's what we do. We it, you know, we make cinnamon rolls or sugar cookies or chocolate chip cookies and go door to door, take their little Christmas card, but we have a little sack of 
cookies are little treats to give them. So, well, I like that. yeah, <laughs> and I and I bet they look forward to that um, every year. As a matter of fact, well, there was a wonderful article that was written about you in the Belton Journal, kind of promote helping to promote. Uh, your book as well, and uh, the the headline is "Local Woman Overcomes Challenges to Publish Cookbook," right. and uh, so it, not just the COVID, but I understand you you've also dealt with cancer, right? So you've mm -hmm. had you've had several health issues. Mm -hmm. Got through them all. <laughs> I had lymphoma can cancer uh, um, probably about twenty years ago. Really? Yes, came through that great. God is good, and. Uh, I had Guillain-Barre, Miller-Fisher syndrome. I don't know if you know what that is. Oh, yes, I do, yeah. Yeah, as my right side was um, In fact, I think uh, Coach Mulkey, yeah. um, that's what happened to her at right. one point. Came through that great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, some people say they have uh, lingering effects for a long, long time. But I was very fortunate. Um, it happened like in March of the school year I was teaching in, so I was out the rest of that year, mm -hmm. the summer. But by the fall of the next year in September, I was already ready to go back to school. So it was great. So that is, that's amazing. That's a really is. fast recovery. Yes, it from is. That. They didn't think I would be able to do that. But God is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, you, you, you know, you do rely on your faith mm -hmm. for um, everything. Mm -hmm. but, but especially when something, a crisis happens, mm -hmm. a, a health diagnosis that, Mm -hmm. seemingly comes out of the blue or an illness like covid mm -hmm. kind of comes seems like out of nowhere um you said those scriptures were inside you how how mm -hmm. did you rely on that faith to get you through well instead of just looking at tv and looking at some of the stuff that's on tv i would just turn my cds or whatever and when i i especially like dodie osteen i don't know oh if yeah you, uh -huh. yeah uh, she has healing scriptures and um I would just repeat after her. It's something about saying it out loud. Yeah. It's so much better. It's like it goes inside of you, like you're putting your food. You don't just look at food. You have to eat it. for it To, to get the value good. of it. So the word of God is kind of the same way. Yeah. You know, if you take his word and just read it, that's good. But if you read it and then speak it, it's like taking it in into your whole being. And for some reason, it works for me. And I'm just so thankful. <laughs> well, you are, you are a walking testimony to that. Uh, do you have a favorite scripture um i've got lots of favorite scriptures um in the hospital i couldn't really see to read they my husband sent books he couldn't visit me so he'd sent little books for me to read but yeah my eyes wouldn't focus very good so oh, I said, they had you on a lot do? of drugs i'm sure yeah. all kinds so of stuff. anyway uh psalms one i like psalms one mm -hmm. a lot you know blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly or stands in the path of sinners but does not sit down to relax and rest for the scornful and mockers gather but his delight is in the word of God, and in his word as he meditate both day and night. Yeah. And it keeps on going on. At the end it says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living water that brings forth his fruit in its season, and his leaves shall not wither or fade, and whatsoever he does prosper. So when you, when you put the word of God into you and you really believe it, it is like it just makes life spring up inside of you, even though you may not feel like it at the time. You may have to say, well, I don't know when I'm coming out of this, but I'm coming out of it. Yeah. You keep planting those good seeds. It's like a seed that you plant. Mm -hmm. And you don't just plant a seed and go off and leave it. You have to keep watering it. Yeah. So as you speak it, it's like watering this God's word right. that's inside of you. Yeah, it's, it's not just positive thinking. No, it's not. It's not. No, it's, 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 it's that faith that you're believing something you haven't seen yet. 
right. happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and uh, so I've asked you your favorite scripture. Okay, this is a cookbook that's full of just amazing recipes. Um, everything from, th- there was an enchilada sauce recipe that you had in here that I don't think I've ever made an enchilada sauce, but you say it's real easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you say this is easy to make. Well, I'm yeah, all about of, that. <laughs> most of the things I make are not Rock and Robin's enchilada sauce, okay. as a matter yeah, of fact. Yeah, that's not uh, one of mine. I'm, that's one that I found in a cookbook, and I don't know the lady, but I like it. So I okay. gave her credit for it, and uh, it's a good enchilada sauce. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of turned to that. You, but you've got, you know, Korean cabbage. Oh, um, I love that. <laughs> okay, so so how is that different from melt butter, add onion, saute? Oh, it's got onions in it. Okay. Well, that's, and and carrots. Mm-hmm. Now, that just, that, and sausage, yeah. That's a one-dish meal. It is. We're all yeah. about that, and especially this time of year when right. I hopefully love it's going to be cooler. Yes. <laughs> we're looking We're looking for those, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, comfort food. Right, right. I love those, like hamburger cabbage soup and make a pan of cornbread. They'll fill you up all day long. <laughs> I was going to say, that, that'll, that'll, oh, of course, chicken spaghetti. Now, chicken spaghetti is one of those recipes that there's lots of different ways to make it. So this is the one that you mm-hmm. you think has is, is got the, yeah, cream of mushroom soup, chicken soup. Oh, but now this has got tomatoes in it. That's different. Mm-hmm. I normally don't put diced yeah. tomatoes. yeah. That's a little bit of the Mexican. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, oh, I like rotel tomatoes. Of course, and, uh, oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. so it is. It is rotel. This is just said stew. No, you can you can put the stewed tomatoes, but I usually put the rotel. That tomatoes. would be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be so good. Yeah, and of course, Velveeta. You got to put the got to put the cheese in there to make mm-hmm. it good and good and creamy. Um, chicken quesadillas. You know, so you do have a lot of Tex-Mex kind of inspired recipes. But let's talk a little bit about about uh, your younger years in um, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So were you born in Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Born in Louisiana. Where Where in? Spring Hill, Louisiana. It's about um, 50 miles north east of Shreveport. Okay. <laughs> so not too far. No, not too far. From here. It's not uh, too far from the Arkansas line. <laughs> okay. And uh, family, you had extended family, and you would gather a lot. I mean, family really means a lot to you. Right. Most of my family lived there or are in the little surrounding area like Sarepta or Alexandria or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. But uh, my mom's family, my dad's family live real close in the area. Yeah. So we got together almost every, my dad's family, which they didn't live very far from me at all walk to their house uh, yeah. Sunday afternoons we'd always meet up there and uh, play games do whatever uh, my brother would always get on the tractor and he'd hook the the, uh, the thing in the back of the tractor I'm losing my thought now right now we'd pile in the trailer on the back of the tractor oh like for a hayride yeah like something? for a hayride okay, we didn't have yeah. hay in there but we would call it a hayride he'd put the trailer on the back of the tractor we'd all pile in and he would drive us around in the uh, pasture or we'd play volleyball or <laughs> some type of sports like that yeah. you know with the kids and uh Simpler times. Yeah, in, in, in the afternoon, we'd always have a big spread. Oh, yeah. outside, unless it was cold, it was inside. And we'd always eat something. We'd always get together Christmas Day, Thanksgiving oh, sure. Day. So 
food was a part of me growing up with my family. Of course, of course. And when the aunts and uncles come and everybody comes, they always bring their favorite food. So you just kind of get used to good food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, did you have a favorite back then? Thought, oh, I got to get Aunt Teresa's whatever. I mean, yeah. All of them it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've talked about a lot of the favorite things that you have. Uh, your favorite recipe, I understand, is what we see on the front cover of your cookbook, and that is a strawberry pie. In fact, I have the exact Fresh name strawberry pie, yes. Fresh strawberry pie. Pie, yeah. So, and, it, and it's big, so it serves a lot of people, like a, right. on a pizza pan? yeah. It's, so how it's do you made do? like a strawberry pie, but it's a lot bigger than a regular strawberry pie. And I make it on a pizza pan, so it's much larger. So uh, it's just, um, I have my pie crust, uh-huh. and then I... So it's a regular pie crust, not like a cookie dough or no, anything like that? No, it's a regular pie okay. crust. I guess you could use... A, you can always vary. I, I was going to ask you. When I find recipes I like, I'll first try them like I see them. And if I don't like them, I start changing into the That's pizza. right. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with this. But it's uh, on, a, on a big pizza pan. And then on the after the crust comes out, I do a cream cheese, confectionery, mm. sugar, salt, yeah, juice, layer. and go into the crust layer. That's your layer. And then, uh, then I do my fresh strawberries with the strawberry sauce and on that. And mm-hmm. after it so cools, it's that, that thick kind of glaze? Yes. The it's strawberry real, glaze. It's real thick and mm-hmm. juicy. Mm-hmm. Then I pile it on top. And then when all that cools, then I put Cool Whip on top of that. So it's really... It's thick. It's, it's big and it's thick. <laughs> yeah, but it's not hard to make. I no, mean, it's not hard to make <coughs> at all. It just takes a little time. Different steps. You have to kind of wait between right. the steps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it just sounds amazing. Strawberries. It's one of my husband's favorite things. He loves he loves anything made with made with strawberries. Um, but I love, you know, even the back of it, you've got, you know, your heart mm-hmm. spiritually. that, And you say the Lord is more than enough. Yes, that's true. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. That's a psalm, Psalm sixty-eight, nineteen. So, and even a prayer that you that you pray. So, I presume you you have done this with a lot of prayer. Yes. And uh, and and even pray over these books. I would guess for who whomever is going to be using it, right? Yes, because I never expected this. Like I said, it was just for my family. But yeah. if it helps other people, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were just going to do something simple with Shutterfly. You know, that yes. was a kind of a neat way to to order book to books. You know, and have photographs or whatever. This is a much bigger deal than that. Right. So, um, what can you tell me about the um, the uh, Christian Faith Publishing Company? Now, did you did did you deal with them, or did your husband strictly deal with them in publishing this book? Well, at first, he's the one that contacted them. Right. But once it was accepted, so um, he sent them what you had put together. Yeah. So once um, I got home from the hospital, he said we um, they said they would would like to see the cookbook, so uh, they would. Um, would greatly consider doing it and so yes we did that and then after that it became all mine I'm the one that had to go through and make sure the editing was correct sure no misspell words yeah all that kind of stuff but well that's good but he's the one that initiated I probably would have never done it (laughs) well you know that I mean he he certainly saw the value in it and Mm -hmm. you know not to make you famous or any of that kind of thing but I, I think because of the value of not only these great recipes that you know a lot of younger people they just don't know how to cook 
And so to have something and to say, oh, this is a simple recipe, you could do it, you know, right. really means a lot for, uh, for that, maybe that young housewife. Right, right. None of them are too complicated. Some of them take longer than others just because of more ingredients. Uh -huh. They're not like... They're not real complicated. Right. They're just good food. Yeah, just good food. Good That's southern what I love. Certainly food. about southern southern recipes, you know, it's it mm -hmm. is a lot of comfort food, but they're they're not real complicated and mm -hmm. it's just something that nourishes the body and in this case the soul as well. Um, you can get this book though, uh, with Amazon on Amazon. And then you have a Facebook. Yes. And uh, Instagram on the way as well instagram yeah so uh, and that's under linda's dash kitchen right. on facebook that's how you can find that of course amazon just search linda gail potter uh, because it's recipes from the kitchen of linda gail potter and uh, it's just wonderful it's just delightful well i like to end these little visits with a just a little questionnaire on i heard the late great james lipton would use on inside the actor's studio so this is my take on that so there are no right or wrong answers. Okay. <laughs> but here we go. What is your favorite word? Love. Okay. That's a good one. Your least favorite word? Hate. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that works. That works. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? I love to see people happy and smile and enjoy each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. What turns you off, conversely, spiritually, creatively, or emotionally? People that are ugly and mean and say ugly things. Yeah. Right now, the politics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watching the news. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What sound do you love the most? I love to hear the birds and the wild animals. We have a lot of birds in our backyard, and I love to hear those. It's just so peaceful. Now you're in Belton. I'm in Belton. I live in the little area that's called Morgan's Point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's yeah. such a beautiful area. So we're area. right there close to the lake, and we have oh. a lot of uh, deer, and we have little birds and owls and <laughs> all kinds of blue jays, doves. So if you go out there and feed them, which I do, they will come. They will come. <laughs> For sure. And when they come, you hear them. And I like to just sit on the patio and just oh, listen to them. How wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what sound do you hate? <laughs> Loud, ugly, talking, yeah. horrible Yelling sounds. Yelling and stuff. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that. Dis discord. Yes, I usually yeah. walk away. If I start hearing it, I kind of walk away. Yeah. Don't want to be around it. Sure. Well, we didn't talk much about your profession. You were a teacher, is that right? Yes, I was a teacher. If I tried for how, how long? Uh, 37 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very good. At what age did you teach? Oh, I, my, my degree was in math education. I mostly taught high school, but when I first started, my... I uh, taught in uh, middle school, 6th, uh, 7th, and 8th grade. But after oh, God that, love you. <laughs> <laughs> but after that, most of my uh, experience was in high school. Yeah. And uh, the last 10 years, uh, I taught at Belton High School. and um, That's a great school. Mm -hmm, I taught uh, 
I taught all kinds of math, mm -hmm. uh, Algebra one, Geometry, Pre-AP Algebra two, depending on what school that yeah. I taught at, because I taught in more than just Belton. I taught in other, I taught in the Houston area for a while, and I taught in um, South Carolina for a little while, and San Bernardino for three years, different oh, really? places. I've taught in Louisiana. So, but my most of my experience was in the Texas school system. Yeah. The Texas school system is a wonderful school system. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, where I've taught in Texas is it, a good system. Well, that's, and that's good. That's, mm -hmm. that's a good report. Mm -hmm. um, what other profession would you like to have tried if you weren't going to be a teacher? I really don't know because I was very happy just being around people and you know. So from a little girl, you knew you wanted to be a teacher? No, not really. <laughs> I did not know what I wanted to be. Uh -huh. So I always liked math in high school. Yeah. So when I went to school, I didn't, uh, my friend wanted to be this, my other friend wanted to be that. And and I said, well, I'm just going to start taking classes that I enjoy. So that's how, I ended, up, that's how I ended up being a math teacher. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's something you, you enjoy and, and we're able to have a passion for. And, mm -hmm. you know, as they say, then you don't feel like you're working. Yeah. You're just doing what you enjoy. Well, what job do you know you would not want to do? I would not want to be a doctor because I don't <laughs> think I could cut into people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's funny. I, I've asked this question of many, many, many people. A lot of them are like, I love teachers. I could never be a teacher. <laughs> I uh, love doctors. They've helped me a lot. But, but I have heard that a lot from people. You know, I, you know, we. But you have to have a certain personality to sit there carving. <laughs> right. You, that you can do that. I mean, it's right. But we're certainly glad that they're, mm -hmm. they're out there. I had a doctor once tell me he could never be, what was he? He couldn't be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really kind of funny. Right. Um, last question. What do you want to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You're just ordinary people when you just go about your life. Yeah. Just trying to be the best you can be and helping others. Even when you mess up. I've messed up a lot. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? But he gives grace. And um, you are doing it well. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to say thank you, Linda Gale Potter, the author of Recipes from the Kitchen of Linda Gale Potter. Again, go to Amazon and you can find it. Check her out on uh, Facebook, Linda's Kitchen, Linda's Dash Kitchen. And uh, yeah, that's on Facebook and an Instagram account mm. as well. So it is wonderful <laughs> to, uh, to have you here. And there's recipes here I'm going to be trying for the holidays. I got family and that'll be here. So we're going to try some some great <laughs> recipes out. I appreciate you so much. Thank, thank you so you. much for having me. Thank you. It's <laughs> been fun. And thank you for being with us. We'll see you again next time on Central Texas Life. Bye-bye. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.